Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 35 of Project Tonic. Um, I was trying to come up with something witty, um, but my brain isn't working right, so this is what you're getting. Um, I am a crusty connoisseur, the um, person who never has their shit together, since I see you sassy, or whatever you like to call me, as long as it's not rude, because I will cry about it. I'm a very sensitive person. This week, I have a Coke coffee that I am reviewing for my YouTube channel, so I cannot give you a full-length review, but just know it's not good. Coke, I'm sorry if you wanted to sponsor us. I know y'all were listening. Um, this is not it. This pro- this item that my fiance spent money on, it's a disaster. Um, I feel like I need a thirty thousand uh, dollar. I like I need to like do a class action lawsuit, honestly. <laughs> but that's how I'm feeling this week. That's what I'm drinking. Sergio, how are you doing? Let us know if you're drinking anything fancy, so on and so forth. Um, hello. If I was part of a content house, I'll be part of the vaccinated house. Because guess what? I signed up for, and registered to get my COVID vaccine. Yay! I am um, drinking. This is suspicious because I think Coke did sponsor this mm-hmm. episode of the podcast because I am drinking <gasps> Coke Zero. Coke Energy. No, a Coke Zero. Oh. Um, um, it is delicious. Um, mm. but I'm also a fan of Coke, so all types of Coke. <laughs> <laughs> um, Honestly, I'm doing this well. This one has <laughs> less of a bite. Oh my bad, I didn't mean to overlap, but I'm glad you're, <laughs> you're doing good. well. This one has less of a bite than regular Coke does. Because regular right. Coke, I have to be, like, at a barbecue mm-hmm. or at the beach to, like, actually drink regular Coke. Just because I feel like that's the setting. That's the setting that I imagine Coke in, right? Like, those stupid commercials where it's, like, people are gathering at fucking... Who's who's drinking Coke at Christmas? Americans, I uh, guess. Yeah. Whatever. But regardless. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> the Coke connoisseur. <laughs> Yeah, it is okay. Um, I don't. I will not be drinking it again. But yeah, um, I had. What did I? I was gonna talk. Oh yeah, I do. Okay, I do have something to talk about. But I don't know if I should do like a trigger warning because I'm gonna talk about drag queens. And Sergio has. Uh, I don't know if you want to share this, but um, I know Sergio has a not dis- dislike or disdain, but he's not comfortable with drag queens, and not in a homophobic way. No, 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 no. It's- <laughs> <laughs> You're making me sound like a full fledged homophobe. No, it's just, what makes me what makes me uncomfortable at drag queens, which is like their whole shtick is that they're all in your face, and I like to be approached yeah. gently and slowly, petted, being lovely, not in your face. I'm gonna like you know, I, if anyone, if you haven't seen Alien with Sigourney Weaver when she fights the aliens. Um, get the fuck off this mm-hmm. podcast. Um, but I'm very into where, like, where she gets surrounded, when she gets tri- uh, pinned down by the alien, and the little thing inside her mm-hmm. comes out, the alien comes out, and almost, like, it's right next to her face. Yeah. That's pretty much me when it comes to drag queens. But I do appreciate the art <laughs> and the comedy they bring and everything else. I'm not a homophobe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... I think first and foremost, they are entertainers and performers, but also I feel like that scene, because we stand Sigourney Weaver. Uh, Sigourney Weaver is extremely talented, I feel like. I feel like everyone knows that, right? I feel like you're homophobic if you don't like Sigourney Weaver. But I feel like that moment definitely like awakened a lot for people, the alien fuckers and, and the monster fuckers. Um, it, that was just an iconic moment in cinema history. 
But very recently, I have been watching um, the, the 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 straight people's favorite drag queens, Trixie and Katya, uh, their wow show. It's actually... <laughs> Um, I mean, I'm not wrong because I literally tweeted. I was like, not to be hetero or whatever, but like, I actually really like the show. I like uh, I too. I, I didn't watch it when. It... Yeah, uh, that's their show. I don't know. I feel like. Um, oh my god! Okay, Teutonic to tied this into a Sergio texted me this week, and when he texted me this, I wanted to kill him immediately <laughs> because he he sent me a clip of a uh, frenemies podcast that's hosted by trisha paytas and ethan klein of h3 uh, fame and of um trisha being fucking trisha right um i feel like the dynamic is somewhere in between frenemies and trixie and katia granted that neither of us are drug queens and or have a uh a atom of e-fame right but <laughs> i very much enjoy okay so here's the thing i I'm someone not to be like oh I'm not like other girls but I'm not someone who like watches things when they come out because I want to see it all the entirety or whatever you know mm-hmm. I've said this before sorry my cat's being a freak I don't know what he's doing it's late time for him he's running around it's I think he just took a poop whenever after he poops for some reason he likes to run around the apartment at least like four different times and then scream it's his old poop and scream that's his routine you know um <laughs> I don't know why he does that he's just like this um so, because I watched Hannibal late, and then I'm watch, I'm not really watching the show. I'm just like watching random ones and like the mm-hmm. best of of Trixie and Katya. I, uh, I appreciate Trixie's drag, but I feel like I love the glamour and the eclecticness of Katya, and also I can appreciate her as a person because I think she's so funny, and he has lived such a like very intense life mm-hmm. that I think I can appreciate him more than Trixie. Um, but that that's just that's just my preference. Um. But I don't know. I feel like our dynamic is slightly better than the frenemies ones because with the frenemies ones, they like want they legitimately like want to hurt each other. I feel like they're always like one upping each other and being snarky and snide. And it's like, you know, Patricia is marrying into his family, so it's like y'all have to gonna you're have to going to get along eventually. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't get it. But that's what I've been watching this week. Not frenemies. Um, I don't like frenemies. It's the, like Trixie th- Katya. The dynamic on frenemies is very combative. They're trying to they're trying to push each other's buttons to see if yeah. who who gets in, who gets irritated enough to just walk away, which is mostly Trisha, because she can't take a mm. she can't take criticism of her when she's give plenty of criticism to other people. Um, and I think that's, that's her whole stick. Or, yeah. That's their whole shtick, and that's mm-hmm. how they get viewers because they get rid. Uh, they get written about what Wally's talked about on mm-hmm. on what is it? Uh, the gossip tea YouTube? channels on YouTube. So oh, the, the drama, drama channels. channels. So that's yeah. what gets talked about. That Trisha walked away. Frenemies is canceled, and mm-hmm. you know that's pretty much what their audience is. But I I mm-hmm. also been watching uh for like oh like. Maybe three years and since I found it on YouTube. Yeah, three years. Um, and I love it. Yeah. I, every time when there's a new episode, this is the first thing I watch on YouTube. Um, like you mm-hmm. said, uh, I appreciate what Trixie brings, the style, her sense of humor. But I really do adore Katya mm-hmm. because she's so fucking odd. And it's so yes. random. Yes. I, mean, I, I love that kind of mm-hmm. com- comedy. And she's always, the- she's always bringing up. Uh, Kind of like, I don't know. There's always like a darkness sense to your humor, which I love. But it's very, yeah. 
It's very cynical, I feel like. Yep. And I feel like that's what makes me appreciate her more. Whereas, like, Trixie is just absurd to be absurd. <laughs> Katya is very much, like, grounded and just goes the extra thing that's just so fucked up. But, like, it's you understand it, you know? And I feel like that's why I appreciate her more. That's why I appreciate her more. And I love um, I love the makeup that she has. Because it's usually, like, the signature, like, blue or black smoky eye with a red lip. Which is such... A classic glam look. I love her makeup. Trix, Trixie's a fucking clown, but a clown that I can appreciate because her make- his makeup is just so inane, and <laughs> I just <laughs> it makes me want to die. But also, I appreciate the amount of effort because it's so much work to get ready. So mm-hmm. I understand. I understand. As someone who doesn't, uh, as someone who doesn't know anything about makeup, I find them both. I mean, kind of amazing what they do. So I appreciated that too. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. also, like going and talking about Trixie and Katya. Um, like Trixie has her has her own uh, makeup channel or like YouTube channel on YouTube. Trixie Cosmetics. Period. Yeah. Yeah. And then she uh, reviews dolls. Or so two days ago, in the she's a collector. Night, I was like, yeah, yeah. Two day, two nights ago, like at one in the morning, I was like, "Well, I have nothing else to do." Like, I was on YouTube. One of her videos came out, and I just, I have no interest in collecting Barbie dolls. But I find it really interesting when people just mm-hmm. talk about their collections, and it was really interesting. Her mm-hmm. top dolls of each de- different decade, and there's videos of her playing mm-hmm. with Easy Bake Ovens, which is something like I kind of I remember, but I never played with, um, mm-hmm. nor I ever been yeah. close to an Easy Bake Oven. And I find that a grown man mm-hmm. in his in his early to late thirties is f- playing with an easy bake mm-hmm. oven and getting burned. I find it hilarious. Yeah, that's the type of comedy that we need on YouTube. I feel like we need more old people injuring themselves. <laughs> I, not not like not like not like elder abuse or senior abuse, but more just like shit like Brian the fucking. Trixie Mattel burning himself as a 30-year-old person on an easy bake oven. Those (laughs) things do get fairly hot, though. They do get fairly hot, so be careful. I I like the vintage stuff as well. But yeah, um, I don't really know. I've just been watching old shit on YouTube. I feel like there's nothing new that I like. I feel like I've become uh, the least satisfied consumer. Oh, I just finished Hannibal. I just finished Hannibal as well <laughs> and I'm very sad. And speaking of pining, as it did do in Hannibal, I also finished The Wind's Rise and it was very sad. I've been watching it, but not... Okay, I love sad music and I love sad content, right? But it's just like... Let me complain about Hannibal for a second. We know that they're gay. We know that they love each other. We literally got, like, lesbian wives and murder wives in the series. <laughs> Why can't why can't Hannibal and Will just kiss and fuck and just be together? Why did they have to kill them? Why did Will have to, like, kill Hannibal? Spoilers if you haven't seen it. It's a six-year-old series. Watch it if you want. The first season is the best. But uh, it's just so unsatisfying because, like, you, with the eyes that they give each other, it's there's so <laughs> much sexual attention. Like, why can't they just kiss? They literally have deleted scenes and outtakes where mm-hmm. I think they almost kiss or they do kiss. I just don't understand. Well, I feel like that's a very homophobic moment and I don't appreciate NBC yeah. that we were robbed. You know, of a it's kiss. the thing about like war like you can have two you can sexualize two women together on any type of media, but when yeah. you try to sexualize two men together, it becomes an issue. It's disgusting by 
mm-hmm. you know, like uh, by yeah, terms weird. of what what is accepted by the norm. It, I'm, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they uh, I yeah. seen clips here and there about this show. I haven't seen it. Um, the one thing I have with Hannibal is mm-hmm. I only seen Signs of the Lambs, which I loved, which I love. Um, yeah, Signs of the Lambs is good. Um, clearly there's, uh, there's gay stuff in that too. There's trans stuff, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, so mm-hmm. the, these things are kind of on the underneath. And when it, when they're trying to bring it up to the surface, primetime TV gets in the way and doesn't let this happen because they're afraid they're going to lose viewers because most Americans or most adults watch TV at that time. It's a really shame because, mm-hmm. um, more people who live in middle America or, you don't get exposed to media like this should get exposed. So there's a more of an understanding across the table, but clearly uh, there's a reason why there's so many, uh, there's so many conflicts because people don't get exposed to this media and don't understand, which is shameful. Yeah. Gay people exist guys. <laughs> and gay people deserve to enjoy, deserve to enjoy gay media. Like there's so many, sad things that happen in uh like why do gay teens get tortured and like the straight kids just get to do whatever they want like i feel like that's so evil like why do like the pining lesbian lovers have to like kill someone to be able to Mm -hmm. be together happily or like why did why does the gay kid have to kill himself so on and so forth like it's i'm very much tired of tragic gaming i want happy and not only that also back like in 2016 to 2017 we had TV shows who started adding gay characters towards the middle or the end of the season. Yeah. They were just killing them. That people just yeah. called it bury the barrier gay syndrome, and that's literally what happened on yeah. TV for like two, yeah, like two, two to three straight years where they were just doing that. Mm-hmm. And it's not cool yeah. because, like, why do get why do straight people, straight characters get to do have uh, get to do whatever they want and have happy endings and don't have these tragic backstories? But. Uh, mm-hmm. Gay characters, trans characters don't have these backstories, which is, you know, they're completely norm. They're completely part of the normal as well. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let gay kids be happy and let people let them enjoy happy media, because I feel like even as America and the states are getting more progressive and things like that, it's still you still don't even get to see yourself be happy. Like, at, like you know, like people are just thirsting for any mm-hmm. crumb of gay representation and it's still like you know because they have those certain shows and it's like oh like drag race and other things like that but it's like why do we have to have one gay show we can have more than one you know <laughs> that's why drag race has right. like a show every, a new season every <laughs> six months <laughs> yeah that's the only crumbs <laughs> that they get but that's even even with drag race like and not to say that like certain things need to be gatekeeped but de- definitely i will say certain things do need to be gatekeeped but it's like even now, like like as I said previously, like Trixie and Katya are some of straight people's favorite drag queens because of their their accessibility on YouTube and things like that. So, but they're also very know, but also they're positive. very consumable. You know what I mean? So they're not very yeah yeah. Uh, we're, we're we're talking about heteronormative people. They don't really. It's not into your face or too strange, right? You can easily digest these two yeah. personalities. Hmm. Um. With the rise of, like, TikTok and YouTube as well. Like I say, I mentioned it in every fucking episode, goddamn. <laughs> but it's what it's what I do. You know, I like creating content. Um, but to relate it to what we're talking about with the gay representation and so on and so forth, we do get these kids who are having their comfortable spaces, you know, with, like, 
we get to we finally get to see like older LGBT people on these apps because they're represented because they're there and it's accessible and it's immediate. You have to dig for it because much of the those algorithms like to hide the diverse and queer creators, which is which is which is really shitty, honestly. Um, but it is there, and so it is it is cool to be able to see representation not in traditional media sense, but in the new age media, it's cool. But I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's never enough. Um, just speaking from personal experience and, you know, these kids figuring out things who only have traditional media. I don't know. It's a very long and winding and difficult topic to traverse, mm-hmm. but I feel like they deserve and it. You know, it's you know, a very, to see themselves be happy. it's also a very similar discussion when it comes to race, right? Because as myself, as a comic book reader, mm-hmm. I don't really get to see, mm-hmm. uh, Latinx characters be superheroes in any sort of way. Or do yeah. I get to see representation mm-hmm. of Latinx, uh, or villains or whatever I want to identify with, right? And we see that the same mm-hmm. way with, uh, on TV. And it's just like, it's just not a Latinx problem. It's all across the board of any, and anyone who's a part of a yeah. minority, it's, it also happens in those areas as mm-hmm. well. Uh, that's why yeah. when um, Black Lightning, a super a superhero from DC Comics, became a TV show, a lot of people who identify as African-American were able to finally identify with a, t- a superhero show that has black superheroes. And they were able to identify really mm-hmm. well. And that's one of the successes to one of those shows. And that's why it's been on the air for four seasons. Because people identify it, and mm-hmm. it's actually very, it's it's good. It's not something I personally, I don't really like the story they've done with the TV show, but I recognize it's not for me. Yeah, other people love it, and exactly. it's one of those reasons mm-hmm. why it's been very successful. But I'm not behind saying take mm-hmm. off black lining off the TV because I don't identify it. I don't identify with it. I enjoy yeah. it, watching it, but Definitely. you know, other people identify, and it has a bigger impact on them. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely um, the the two topics definitely overlap as well because there are so many people who are also black and gay mm-hmm. and Asian and gay and Latina and gay and so on and so forth as well. So it's like you, it's kind of it's kind of even harder once you have more and more of those um, minority identities as well because it's like okay, well, where is my representation? Because it's so hard to find these things because we hardly ever get those things as well. Like if you go to the Netflix. Um, I don't know if Netflix has the LGBTQ section anymore, but in certain movies, like the drama ones. Oh, good. <laughs> Netflix is like, here you go for the gays and the fucking Drag Race and Dragula and then the other movies. That slowly we are getting those those uh, WLW and MLM mm-hmm. and trans stories. It's really nice, you know. And, you know, even before it's- that, a lot of those kind of stories lived on on paid TV channels, like on cable, like HBO Showtime. Mm-hmm. They had really good successes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, also noted their dated successes uh, because things have obviously changed since the middle of the 2000s. But they had shows like mm-hmm. Queer as Folk, The L World, Word, which is back. And of course, the new oh L God. Word is yeah. updated with our current situation in the world. But they had those successes, mm-hmm. which were big hits back then. And people were able to identify. But also, like, it's one of those things like we're young young queer people can't access those so free, freely because one they're, uh, they're mm-hmm. they might be afraid or two they don't have access to those channels because they're expensive mm-hmm. so 
Definitely, definitely. Like, I remember, like, watching Drag Race when it first kind of... It was in the second or third season, and my dad literally, like, banned the channel. Like, he, like I couldn't see watching it anymore. And so, it's... it's I definitely totally resonate with that. It's very... It's hard to watch the things that you want to watch, especially when you're that age. So definitely, like, if you have your own personal laptop, guess what, baby? You got the internet. <laughs> Everything is accessible there. There's If there's a way, if someone has uploaded it, there's a way to torrent, there's a way to download, there's a way to find what you want to find. Um, as I say always, um, don't be like Sergio and don't pay $6 to watch a mediocre movie. You're, you can find it for free. I promise you. But... Gently moving away from our topic that is super important. I do want to talk about um, what happened this week because this did happen this week. Fucking our Texas's shitty, <sighs> evil governor, Gregothy Abbott, son of a bitch motherfucker, right? Uh, repealed the mandatory mask mandate and now, and as well as the um, no, uh, pr- not primary businesses, but that all eventually all businesses are open now. Yeah. And immediately, as soon as I saw that, cause I think I was on break, I just tweeted and I was like, this son of a bitch. Because as well, like, underneath that tweet, you can also see people, like, talking shit as well. Because literally, he got his vaccine. And there's so, like, literally, like, millions of other Texans who are waiting and being waitlisted as well. And, and I mean, it's just it's just a shitty situation. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, good, good news that the Johnson & Johnson vaccine did get approved and CVS now has access to all those ones. So if, and that's the thing as well about the, that, that vaccine, particularly is that only half of the states have them. So when mm-hmm. you look at like little CVS, like COVID vaccine map as well, only I think like some of the Southern and some of the Northern states have it, but the middle, middle America is kind of left out. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as I, like, I tried to like look at it and see if I can get my fiance um, an appointment, um, they were all fully booked. So if, um, there's ways to do it. I'm sure you'll be able to find to get something that's accessible towards you. Um, but again, we all have to wait. Unfortunately, people who are in positions of power, like Greg Abbott, <laughs> Greg Abbott, they're able to get it immediately. Um, but Sergio, I know you know. I know you feel a certain way about it. So share with us how you feel about it. Well, I mean, you make it seem like I'm for Greg Abbott. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's not what I mean. <laughs> I, <laughs> what I, I mean. literally, <laughs> when I fucking heard the news, I literally hadn't played yeah. in my hand. I had, I had a glass in my hand. I actually cracked it because I was so fucking angry. Um, yeah. And I'm not really an angry person. It takes a lot for me to be angry, mm-hmm. but I just fucking had it. Definitely. We were... We were on yeah. the first week of, we were on the week of where the anniversary of COVID happened. And, and I, I yeah. was laughing at the fact, I was, I woke up laughing to the fact of like, oh, and I told my mom, do you remember we all said it was just going to be two weeks? We could all handle it. No big deal. And then it's a whole fucking year of this fucking madness. And I mm-hmm. tweeted, when I heard the news, I cracked a glass and I fucking tweeted like I was fat, like I was on, I had rabies for a second because was, I was saliva yeah. was coming my fucking mouth. I was fucking mad. <laughs> I posted on Facebook, which I never post. Keyboard. I mm-hmm. posted on Facebook, which I never post. Twitter and uh, I don't think I and twi- uh, I posted anything on Instagram because like, at that point I was like exhausted. But pretty much. This fucking mm-hmm. idiot, he gets fully vaccinated. His whole family's fully vaccinated. We survived the, the, yeah. the winter storm and he decides to go, what? Let's, f- if litter people were making the same joke of saying, well, if the winter storm didn't kill you, this will fucking kill you. And he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. I mean, why can't we just wait until May 
and loosen up restrictions then. Uh, literally, this that same morning, we heard uh, here in Houston they re- they released a f- a uh, they released an, uh, a report saying that we have had all the mm-hmm. COVID vari- variations in our area. We're the first city to report that. Yeah. Yeah. And this idiot on Texas Independence Day on the mo- on on any d- on the best day to do it, he decides to release mm-hmm. uh, to let down these restrictions with a mass mandatory. Um I'm I was really worried. I I'm still really worried because obviously there's going to people there's been people since the very beginning who are against wearing a piece of fabric on their face, which, you know, doesn't mm-hmm. take any freedom from you. From wearing a piece of fabric, it's very easy to protect yourself and your loved ones or other people you don't know. It's not that hard. Um, and people are obviously going to go ahead and do whatever the governor is going to do. And obviously, uh, businesses still have their right to negate people from coming into the businesses if they decide to follow the mask rules. But obviously, it's going to be a whole another issue when people are like, well, the governor said I don't have to wear a mask. It's going to be a whole another issue. We're going to just go back to how we started this whole COVID situation. And I'm sure by the end of this of March, we're going to go back to a mask mandate. At least that's what I'm hoping. Um, luckily, um, I waitlisted my parents both on the Harris County and the Houston COVID uh, vaccines because we do have a mega site mm-hmm. here in Texas and Houston. They got picked, t- mm-hmm. so uh, today's Saturday when we're recording this, and they're going tomorrow to get their first doses. And I obviously it was a five in the morning when we got the text, so they could sign up. I was instantly relieved. Um, I know my sister was instantly relieved about this, and I don't have to worry about them when they go out. I'm like, why am I getting emotional about it? Um, and then on Thursday night, I was refreshing mm-hmm. the page so I could get my COVID vaccine. Um, cause I've been waitlisted both in Houston and Harris County waiting for it. And then finally on HEB, I was able to sign up for a vaccine on Tuesday. So I'm going to go get my first dose on Tuesday. Um, and mm-hmm. it's, I'm less worried in the sense that, uh, me and my parents are both, uh, going to be our first doses. And I, there's a discuss, and I, we had a dis, I had a discussion with them that just because we were vaccinated with our first, first dose, Anything mm-hmm. when we are fully vaccinated is not a time to let go, uh, let our guard down. We can have a little bit more mm-hmm. ease in the sense that we don't have mm-hmm. to worry too much about the people around us, but we can still get, we can still carry it and we can still pass it on to other people if we do see people and we need to be careful. Um, but yeah, um, it's been a crazy ride since Tuesday to, to pretty much Friday because I was angry, then relieved, and then angry more just realizing that there's so many other people because who are not fully vaccinated or haven't even been able to get their first do- dose of the vaccine. And mind you, mm-hmm. we're at five percent. We're less than five percent of fully vaccinated resident of people in the state of Texas, which is ridiculous. So they're taking this mask mandate off. Yeah, 
I mean, definitely, like, it just goes to show how very real and visceral it's feeling. So it's totally normal, I feel like, to get emotional. Because especially, like, your parents being older as well. It's 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 a feeling of relief, although, like, everyone still has to be careful totally. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just really ridiculous because, uh, like, he was, like, bragging about how, like, oh, yeah, like, we have tons of people vaccinated. But literally, um, it's just only 5% of millions of people in Texas as well. Um, I... I don't know. It was just really ridiculous situation, and um, I was definitely um not to be again like be like ah oh, I'm different, but I was definitely <laughs> one of those people who like when my fiance told because uh, he was one of the first people who not necessarily knew about it, but was already like being aware of things happening because he had talked about it in November with his with his boss. Um, and then his boss was like, oh yeah, it's not gonna be that big of a problem, but it was definitely gonna be more than two weeks seeing how. Our country is a fucking shit show, mm-hmm. whereas, again, like, the New Zealand baddies are having concerts and everything and are, are still have restriction on traveling. So even if you wanted to go to New Zealand, you cannot because they are COVID-free currently and have had very little to no cases. I wish that was us, but it's not. And we're, st- we're still going to live with this. And as well, like you said, the COVID variations, there are also, as well, like, so many ones in Lubbock. And I don't know how well the Pfizer or Moderna or even Johnson like cover that because they they've only tested it for so long mm-hmm. and this virus has been barely has been around for like a year. So look forward to staying indoors for a little more long. Don't um I don't know how I don't really know if anyone's going back to their offices, but um continue to wear your mask and hand sanitize and um there's many businesses who are private as well. And granted, none of them are probably going to hire security guards. And so people can complain and say like, oh, yeah, like they're not wearing a mask. We can't do anything about it. Yep. Um, we're not going to I'm not going to fight them. I'm not going to get my shit busted in by a 300 pound old man because he wants to be a little bitch about wearing a fucking mask. But definitely be rest assured that private businesses um We'll continue to enforce the mask mandate by employees, so on and so forth. Um, I don't know. It's just <laughs> fucking weird. And yeah. I hate this state and I hate this country. Yeah. Uh, to those who follow me on Instagram and Twitter, get ready, get ready to see some hot girl summer posts post on my Instagram and Twitter because I'm going to Cancun. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people are like, I'm gonna go to the beach or whatever, and it's like, yeah, you can go to the beach, but you'll probably get sick afterwards because that's what everyone's gonna do. Because people, like, I see, I see so many people tweeting as well. They're like, I don't care about the whatever the fuck's going on. I'm gonna have my summer, and it's like, dude, oh, God. please use your brain and use your mind and be mindful of the people because now more than ever, I feel like we're seeing people's. uh we're seeing people's selfishness. And it's like, no, it's not yeah. the time. It's literally your anniversary of Corona. Yeah. And the thing is, well, I mean, we're just looking in, this, in the lens of here in Texas. I mean, other states have it much better under control. And, you know, like Joe Biden said, by yeah. the the hopes is, is by the end of May, every American should, should be able to get a vaccine if they wanted to. So I have hope that's going to be not so terrible in the other states, but all the states who who lessen the restrictive with the ma- the restrictions with the mask, it's going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I when I read the like article or whatever, like when I read the Twitter highlights, it was like Texas is like the forty fifth or forty ninth of handling the. Yeah, 49th. We're, like, the worst of, like, handling COVID things. We're, dead, we're second to no, dead last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yep, literally. Because, like, there's little to no restrictions on what mm-hmm. businesses can be open. There's no mandatory curfew. And um, I forget what the other one is. But, yeah, it's it's really ridiculous. And now there's, like, even, like, so many more people not wearing masks in the yep. store. And it makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, um... Yeah, I just imagine that people were not because our restrictions get loosened on March 10th, which is the Wednesday coming up. But you know, people have started yeah. to not I care, not act. You know, decided that well, the restrictions are now because our governor said so. And this, and this fucking idiot yeah. cannot govern. And I can't wait until next year when the election <laughs> happens so we could get this idiot out. Yeah, yeah. Definitely a clown. I mean, the whole city of Texas is fucking, we know, we live in a circus constantly. <laughs> if it's not one thing trying to kill us, it's our own fucking government. Um, but yeah, please be safe, guys, regardless of what state you're in or country. I know shit's hitting the fan everywhere. Um, please stay home if you can. So um, to, to have a little bit of lighter discussion, I've been asking people, because of course... We're waiting. We're both excited for this Godzilla vs. King Kong movie. I've been asking people what yeah. team are they on. And sadly, there's no logical <laughs> people around me. Or do I have people who are <laughs> logical, who are friends of mine on text message. They're all fucking team Godzilla. Yeah. And what is the fuck is wrong with you guys? Of course. Worse, first of all, get with the winning team, ho. I don't, I don't think you understand. <laughs> how hard people go for Godzilla. Who the fuck is King Kong? But also, I think it's as well, like, just talking about, like, (laughs) him and his history in the States or whatever, he's definitely, like, an American icon, whereas, like, Godzilla is a Japanese baddie. And people in Japan, I feel, this is just, like, my speculation as a dumb Westerner, (laughs) but they go hard for Godzilla. And I am fucking with them. Godzilla is just... I stand. How can you not stand? Look at that big ass beautiful lizard. Someone told me. Uh, uh, our friend Miguel. I was. I texted him. I was like, "Are you Team Godzilla or King Kong?" He's like, "Team Godzilla." And I was like, "What? What is wrong with you?" He's like, "Well, King Kong got taken down by planes." It's true. And I was like, "Who fucking cares?" This was back in the fifties, sixties. He has a fucking axe this time. A monkey is a monkey. A gorilla is a gorilla, and King Kong is going to lose, and you're mad, and you can stay mad, because literally, literally, Godzilla is like a fucking nuclear reactor, and it's like, do you think a monkey, do you think that monkey's going to win? Yes, he's going to, he's going to, he's not going to kill Godzilla, Kong is going to show mercy, and he's not going to kill Godzilla. Have you seen a gorilla at the zoo? They don't know what mercy is. Lizard brains is far more advanced than monkey brains. I may you know, be, no. I may be wrong about <laughs> That's that. That's not true. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> Literally, in the last movie, in the last movie, we've seen Godzilla show compassion and empathy, and I don't think King Kong knows what those words mean. So, but you also gender, you like generalized all apes. Do you not remember Harambe? <laughs> He attacked the child on the Listen, spot because that but that gorilla knew what was coming. He knew he had to eliminate that Listen. punk. <laughs> See, did Harambe show compassion? No, he's <laughs> fucking dead. So maybe if their brain worked, <laughs> they could be they can actually live in a society. But unfortunately, also that's not how it went. Cecilia you know, is also insulting all human beings on this planet. Because we're only a couple genes away from being it. There's only a couple genes that are different from us and apes. 
Did you know that is apparently insulting. we're closer to like lo- <laughs> we're closer to lobsters and crabs than we are to like prime primates and stuff I, like that? I, you can you look know, it up. I'm fine with that too. But Godzilla right. is neither one. <laughs> <laughs> Godzilla came from the sea, so I think he's closer to the fucking lobster than crabs. <laughs> I don't know. I just know I just know that King Kong's gonna lose and that's just how it's gonna be. And that's fine. I was speaking with another friend, um, and they brought up like they told me, "Were you this obsessed with giant things eating smaller things or like beating up smaller things?" And I was like, "What the fuck are you referring to?" And they're like, "Do you not remember back in like 2010 or 2008 where uh, Shamu, one of the Sea World whales, ate one of the trainers?" And I was like. Fuck yes, I was no. equally obsessed when this ha- when that happened, and just because I loved Sea World at the time and I loved whales, like I was a huge proponent for whales. Hmm. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Because <laughs> it's, like, it's like two giant <laughs> giant things eating, probably biting at smaller things, and I love the fact that gi- whales are giant too, and they were biting people. Oh. Speaking of sea creatures, um, my I'm gonna ignore everything you said. My fiance has been watching this uh, like YouTube documentary about this person who wanted to bridge the gap between dolphin and human communication. Um, no, um, thank you. <laughs> but he took so he took so much LSD that he went beyond, and not in a good way. He just started. Uh, so he wanted. To, he started with dolphin and human communication. He wanted to teach dolphins how to speak English so that we could talk to them for whatever reason. Right? I don't <laughs> fucking. Even the military was interested. That's where he started, right? But then he started taking more and more LSD, and then he started be experiencing universal things and exploring the galaxy in a sensory deprivation tech. Um, and he. Like his like last book that he ever made, I think before he passed away, and he oh was God. like he was taking a lot of LSD, a lot of it, right? It makes no fucking sense. And he talks about like these weird, like complicated, like um, machi- humanity machines or whatever, mm. and goes beyond like concepts that are grounded in reality. It just doesn't make any fucking sense, right? He uh, this this random person like volunteered to work with the dolphins, and he literally made her have sex with the dolphins. <gasps> Because he didn't want, yeah, he didn't want, like, um, other dolphins to, like, interfere with the training or whatever. And there's, like, actual clips, not clips of, like, them fucking or whatever, but, like, um, there's, like, recorded stuff of, like, her diary where she's, like, oh, like, I welcomed his, his, fuck, his mouth. And and it's just really fucking gross because, obviously, she was under duress because her living situation was, like, an open space with a wet bed and the whole, like, room and training area she was in was half submerged the entire time. And so you can imagine how just deranged she was as well because she had trained with the fucking dolphin for like 10 to 12 weeks. And it's just like crazy because there's recorded clips of like the dolphin that she was training trying to like quote unquote speak English. It She thinks that like it sounds like sentences, but obviously like whatever mm-hmm. trauma she was going through and just the stress made her think he was talking. He's not saying anything comprehensible. It is no, not even clear. Like, it's like, it's like, I don't even know 
how like this would ever approved because it's completely unethical like fucking a dolphin for science um no thank you that's just so bizarre to you know me you that know this was able th- to i have go two th- i have you know? i have two like why was the lsd for him why couldn't he just give it to the dolphin maybe that would have made the dolphin speak english no no, no. he uh, he did he did it and it killed the dolphin oh my he god killed four dolphins by giving them lsd <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Also, and why? What kind of conversation <laughs> would humans and dolphins have? There's no gossip in the sea that we need to know about. Well, um, the military purpose is that the reason why, like, the research was funded before he went in fucking sane, um, was that they wanted to like use the dolphins to see if there were like enemy ships that they can oh, that they can report back God. to. So that's the reason why it was funded in the first place. But then they're like, "Yo, you're fucking insane." <laughs> Um, as well as, like, when he started giving the dolphins LSD for whatever reason, the, the dolphin fucker girl was like, you need to get, you need to butt out of this bullshit or whatever, da da da, da because I do not want to have, I don't want in, any interference with the training or whatever. Okay. I don't know. It's just really bizarre. I, 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 I'm still, like, my, my mind is still in the idea of, like, why would I want the gay dolphin couple, Bern and Ernie, to come and t- tell me, hey, Sergio or whatever noise that dolphins do and they're like there's a giant dinosaur under the ocean just waiting to come up one day i don't need to know that i don't need to see gossip i don't need it (laughs) i don't know it's weird um I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, I listened to like 40 minutes. I think it's like an hour long. Um, I don't know what his name is, but I think his, it's like Lewis something is, Lewis is his last name whatever. I'm sure if you look up like dolphin trying, hum, trying to teach like humans dolphins, like you'll find it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's a very like intense watch. It's very crazy. Um uh-huh. But yeah, I don't know. This just Did reminds me. Would you be me, a dolphin fucker? Would you no, fuck a dolphin? I do not want to be a dolphin fucker. No, thank you. I wouldn't fuck it off Um This just reminds me of the lame SNL skit where they had Eddie Bryan and C- uh, Cicely Strong uh, play scientists trying to communicate with dolphins. And the whole joke of the skit was that they were just j- constantly jerking off to dolphin. Because dolphins are famously very horny mammals. Um, and they were yeah. just constantly jerking it, it off so it can learn English. Um Thanks for putting that back in my mind, Cecilia. <laughs> I mean, it ha- it was grounded in truth. That lady probably was jerking off the dolphins or whatever. I don't fucking know. Um, yeah, I, that definitely is like uh, a weird thing of knowledge that why of all things to make <laughs> a skit of, why that? That doesn't make sense because it's not, it's not something that people know. Like it's a very no. obscure part yeah. of like. Sci- science research that people don't want to know yeah, about because not. it's completely unethical and out of pocket. Uh, do you think this is weird. also the reason why Disney never paired Ariel the Ariel the mermaid with a dolphin, and instead of they paired her off with a guppy? Um, I don't know. I'm sure. So like. The Disney animators, the old ones, were all perverts, right? I'm sure one of them drew, like, Ariel and a dolphin fucking at some point. Because there's, like, vintage porn of, like, Mickey and Minnie and Goofy and, um... A Mickey Mouse Clubhouse orgy. (laughs) No, not the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. There's children in that one. Oh, no, but before the show. No, thank you. 
I think that was the first one. I think the first iteration of the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse is like the live action one with kids. And then the older one is the one, the animated one. Oh, well. Know your herstory, stupid. My herstory? <laughs> your herstory. On the Mickey Mouse exactly. Clubhouse? Yeah. I don't know why I know that. Um, why is it that Goofy and Maybell are the only two interspecies uh, couple in the whole thing? Because Mickey and Maybell Minnie are both mouses cow, right? is in Duck and then what is it? Not Daffy. Which was the do- was the uh, Donald. Donald. Donald and Daisy are both ducks, and Goofy's a dog and Maybell's a cow. Why are they together? I don't know. Spice it up. No, I I don't want to go into the. I do not want to go into the dark hole. (laughs) The animators were freaks. I tell you, you don't believe me, but they're freaks. Uh, Not all animators, but the Disney ones. Y'all are weird. Y'all are. They were probably taking a lot of LSD back then. (laughs) They're probably on a (laughs) lot of things back then. Oh, what it? There was something I wanted to talk about, and I completely forgot. It was something redeemable about the tipsy bartender, and I completely forgot what I saw. Then I was like, ah, this kind of makes up for the horrible thing I saw the week prior. Yeah, I told you that he doesn't, like, the shit that he makes, it's not always, like, monstrous disaster. Like, he makes decent stuff most of the time. Like, like, he has some very classy recipes, honestly. Classy recipes from the tipsy bartender. With the name Tipsy Bartender, I don't think Tipsy is... I don't think Classy is one of your things. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Put some respect on his name. <laughs> He's been making content for such a long time. I appreciate him. <laughs> um, Is there anything else you want to talk about? Because I'm coming a blank. Um, I think there was, but I honestly forgot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, I don't know. Ooh. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Go, go what? ahead. What? Oh, I was going to say, don't let your dreams be dreams. Because while I was taking a shower and I got out of the shower, I was thinking of VTubers, as I do. VTubers are always at the forefront of my mind. You can, you can find any of my tweets from the end to beginning of this last year. And there's probably VTuber, me talking about a VTuber, right? Um, don't let your dreams be dreams. Why? Because there are older YouTubers. <laughs> Who who got their rise to fame uh, later in their career, as well as there are there's literally like twenty eight year old, thirty eight year old VTubers. So never say never, as Justin Bieber would say, your time is coming. As a message to myself, um, it's about me, it's my podcast, guys. I just remember two things I was get I was, I wanted to talk about. Hmm. So I finally watched what? Sonic the Hedgehog, and I will give it a B plus. Um, I was not a Sonic player when I was a child, but I do know a lot because I had a cousin who was a big fan of Sonic. Um, Mm -hmm. it was not a horrible movie. Definitely aimed for children, but it wasn't too bad. Um, also, I had a very low day this week on Wednesday, to be more particular, um, that I was like, I'm not Mm -hmm. looking at my phone. I'm not opening my computer. No electronic, no social media for me. I go on there. Mm-hmm. I, I decide to watch TV the whole day. So I've been watching a lot of Disney shit. I was watching a lot of Disney stuff that day in particular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I finally decided to watch the Lizzie McGuire movie again because, you know, that's what I tend to do. Just watch stuff that I like. Um, Tell me why. 
towards the end of the movie when she's singing um that song she sings what a dreams are made of or whatever that song is i start <laughs> crying <laughs> oh no what dreams are made of her job <laughs> i was like how can a it's fucking 14 year old girl do all this magnificent, uh, all this stuff in the span of two weeks in Italy, and I can't do anything on what I'm trying to achieve in two years. <laughs> it takes time. You know? uh, we, can all, we all can't be Lizzie's. We all can't be Lizzie. Uh, I was like, or Brittany. Yeah, and I was like, what are the odds of me having an Italian doubleganger who sings? And then I find that doubleganger's partner slash significant other. Who's like, do you want to sing instead? And then I just lip sing and somehow get famous. What are the odds <laughs> of that happening to me? I mean, there is, um, according to statistics, and I don't know what the report is, but there is apparently at least 4,000 to 5,000 people who look like you in the world. So, <gasps> so there is, you could have one. There might be a talented double ganger of me then out there. Yes. 100%, exactly. Oh, I'm going to start hunting down these talented double gangers. Maybe they could get me, like, a record deal or something. Um, like I said before, singing is not for everyone. So, consider doing something else. Consider doing something else. <laughs> that is so nice of you, to put it down that to put it like that. <laughs> There's definitely singers and I think you said forever ago. I don't know why this memory came to me, but did you were working on a reel, like your own reel, for like to send to companies or whatever? So maybe do that. You might be confusing me with it. someone else because I'm not really a singer. <laughs> I said reel, like acting reel. Oh, I'm not an actor not either. Singing. That's a whole bit. That's a whole bit I do. I don't want to be an actor. You if can I'm be a reality be... TV star. That's one thing I really want to do. But what's so exciting about my life <laughs> exactly. that I can make a reel about to get me on a reality TV show? You can just make skits. You can just write skits. There are so many people who do that. It's not hard. And, okay, I'm not going to be like, oh, like, writers aren't – writers and people who do bits aren't talented. They do no, have they are. talent, they right? they are. Yeah. But if these – yeah, exactly. I'm not saying that they're not. But you can do one. It's so easy. It's so easy. <laughs> Relatively uh, easy. You don't got to work a little bit. But no, you can you do know, it. I feel like That's if what I'm you, saying. I feel to get discovered for a real reality TV show, you have to be like in a specific setting and you have to call like any co and go like, hey, come to my ad agency. We're pretty interesting people here. Um, I like bitch slapped uh, Cody the other day because he spilled a hot coffee on me mm. and he took one of my clients <laughs> away and I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> all you have to do, literally, all you have to do. Is have a following on any social media platform, and you can get greenlit for a show. I can guarantee it because the Demilios have a show now. Oh God! You know, and if they could have a show, the most boringest people ever in the whole fucking universe of the United States of America in any country of the whole fucking world of Earth, right? <laughs> Anyone can get a TV show. That's what I'll say because I don't. Want, okay, I will say this because I think I'm valid, and the standees <laughs> can come for me if they want. I, no one listens to the podcast. We do have a couple listeners, but I know they don't. The oh, that the overlap between Charlie D'Amelio and D'Amelio fans between Productonic listeners is very few and far in between, right? <laughs> they don't have an iota 
a crumb of actual fucking talent. No, they don't. Besides they being don't. mediocrely attractive. Ex- exactly. So um, if they can have a TV show, Sergio, you can live your dreams. There's Anyone, y'all can live your dreams. There's a TikTok show called, uh, TikTok show that's based on a hospital called Alloway Getaway or something like that. Getaway Hospital or something yeah. like that. And Charlie D'Amelio. Alloway General. There. Oh, so you Dixie. know what I'm talking about. One of the D'Amelios was yeah. on the first <laughs> season, and those fucking bitches, Dixie, ca- that yeah. bitch cannot fucking act. No, she can't. she can't sing, she can't act. Very not talented. Very much her sister is the star of the show, and not actually Dixie. And here's the thing, you can lead a horse to water, you can lead a horse to water, you cannot make that horse drink. And I'm sorry, Dixie, you're that horse. You are that horse. But you know what you can do to that horse? You can shove its face in water and drown it. And that's what her parents are doing to her. No, literally, they're trying to like suck out any like thing of talent, but the talent's not there, Mama. You have to have some drive to begin with, and she's very lazy. Like I don't know if you've seen that that seen that fucking clip of them announcing something for I think like the MTVs or the VMAs or whatever, but they're like, whatever by suppose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw that. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. They have like no charisma no, they don't. at they all. Don't. And his, I. I would like to think I'm charismatic. I would like to think both of us have some charm. I could fucking do that better. They had, like, people on set directing them. And even then, they couldn't pull anything out of their ass. Yeah, you're right. And also, the stylist... The stylist for Dixie did her so wrong. Because Charlie looks so cute. Charlie looks like (laughs) an angel. What the fuck did they do to... Like, Dixie's makeup is awful. She just... Her hair... What the... What what, what happened? I would like to know what happened (laughs) behind the scenes. Why she looks like garbage. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe her stylist fucking hates her. Her stylist probably hates her, and she probably her, does something. Her stylist. Probably she's probably rude does. in a certain way. Her, mm. Then her artist is probably doing like yeah. microaggression somehow, and that's what I'm assuming. Mm. Um, I have a. She is very. Rude. I have a concern with my mom because she was listening to the podcast, and she's like, "I'm." She <gasps> she was listening to us, and she's like, "Okay, I could tell that's Cecilia." I was like. Okay, are you like deaf or something that you can't tell between the two voices? And then she she won she won ups and, and she's like, "You sound like Andy Cohen." I was like, "Are you fucking deaf? I do not sound like anything like oh Andy my Cohen." God. That's homophobic. I can't believe your mom's a homophobe. A homophobe. She literally committed a hate crime against you. That's so funny. I love that. I love that. See how iconic I am? That Sergio's mom recognized my voice, but she can't fucking recognize her own sons. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's that's insane to me. She was like, who is Cecilia <laughs> talking to? I was like, me. <laughs> <laughs> and then she had the no, audacity you, to go like, I, you sound like Andy Cohen. I'm like, no, I don't. Don't even try to make me feel good in any way because that makes me feel terrible. <laughs> To give her the benefit of the doubt, to give her the benefit of the doubt, you do talk to her more in Spanish than you do in English, right? You do sound different I in do. Spanish than you do in English. I, I so that's probably I what it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and like we had also have had this discussion on here. I hate the sound of my voice. I just do. It's. A, I think you have a very... So here's the thing. When... Um, because no one gives me feedback about the podcast besides like you. When I do listen to the podcast... Um, 
one, I can tell the difference between our voices, but when we do like start laughing and we do start doing the same things, our voices do kind of sound the same. Yeah, <laughs> it's do. like who's talking, who's saying what. <laughs> we dev, yeah, um, but I think it's just because of like how long we've known each yeah. other and our styles of comedy that sometimes it can be hard to differ the two. And the- but maybe we can just practice like. <laughs> doing our hetero voices <laughs> and doing vocal fry, we should try. We should try. This. It's gonna be a strain, but I definitely think we should channel our inner Kim Kardashian, inner Kim Kardashian, and inner Paris Hilton, and just be like, "Yeah, guys, welcome to the podcast." Blah, 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 blah. Uh, you know, uh, I think you, that'd be fun. You know, another thing I think it's happened is that we, because you mentioned we've known each other for so long, we probably adapted. Uh, things from each other. Yeah, <laughs> so we made it our yeah. own, and I think that's what's happened as well. Um. Because you, you texted me, you recently started texting me Epic, and I started texting other people Epic as well. I was like, what is going no! on? No! <laughs> I need to stop doing that because I was saying it ironically because I follow a lot of streamers and a lot of gamers. Uh, Not a lot of gamers, but like the streamers who I follow are gamers. And they they say it as a joke. I know they and do. now I'm actually saying it because I said it to my coworker and she thought it was serious. I was like, no, it's a joke. I, I, this is why satire goes too far. I was texting with one of my old flings and she was like, we were talking and she's like she said something and i was like oh my god that is so epic and she's like what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> that's so funny oh my god see straight men are a plague to society How do I, I need to follow less straight men but then what am i gonna be like workhouse tea boots the cis mama like i'm not somebody who says things like that <laughs> neither do i i have a very specific specific ways of things i say and the way i say it yeah and i'm just like adopting your language and adopting other people's languages has just become a thing and i i'm starting Mm. to grow concerned that i am sounding sounding a lot like andy cohen at least my infliction is because i'm watching a lot of real housewives lately and it's not good (laughs) maybe maybe that's what it is because i notice when i do my uh my personal podcast by myself uh-huh. my voice will be like a lot a yeah lot it deeper, is different or like it'll be more it'll yeah it'll be more like regular but when i'm here i'm like Hi guys, i'm fucking mickey mouse <laughs> it's not bad but it's like i don't know why i'm doing it, or where do it comes I, yeah from. <laughs> it's just i think i don't know maybe we're like excited to do this or we're just like it's just a total so. shift of I, energy i don't know i don't know I think it is. I think it is because once we start like keep going, it's very like manic and unhinged <laughs> energy, and it's also like the one hour of like the week that I know that it's gonna be great uh-huh. and it's gonna be fun. I, and so I feel like that's why I'm like, let's go. Guys. <laughs> and I've also been recently thinking about I was like, when we started this, we we're like talking about pop culture, and that's one of the least things we talk about on this podcast now. We just do oh like, my God, it's we like do we- bits. We just talk about <laughs> personal lives, which I think is somewhat better, but you know. Yeah. No, definitely. Because we do definitely bring in like bits of stuff like when I talked about Nintendo Direct and when I talked about uh-huh. other stuff. Um, because I feel like a lot of times pop culture is like whatever is in the media, but it's like pop yeah. culture is like everything now. Like yeah, it's it like is. who whatever the bitch on the street is wearing. <laughs> it's like what my cat is farting, you know? It's so many <laughs> It's so many things now. And I feel like the more like the more you stray away from like talking about um like certain things like because definitely like we do get very serious like the mm-hmm. conversation we had in the beginning oh, of the podcast, it was like 30 and minutes long dolphin fucking. <laughs> literally, literally um like it's like the multifacetedness of being a human but also it's nice um 
This is what I'll say. Um, it definitely like humanizes us because yeah. I this like when I talked about um, uh, Hey Babe with Chris and Sal, all they talk about is like shit from their lives, and it's hilarious. It's why I keep tuning in. So mm-hmm. I definitely it does have some appeal. So yeah, you know, keep it going. I, We're gonna keep going. You know what I'm gonna do this week when I have time? Um, I'm gonna rework hmm. our bio and maybe uh. come up with new designs for our logo and stuff because I think it's kind of yeah. it's gotten stale and we need something different. Yeah. 2021 new logo also to remind you and i'll know that you'll do it hopefully is that you said you were gonna write something oh for yes me so I could do it yes 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 and you never did yes it. so i'm waiting on that because i was really busy at the time and i completely <laughs> forgot but i will do it this week yay i also understand <sighs> but it's like you said you're gonna do it and then you never told me that you were doing anything about it <laughs> i completely forgot it happens, about it, it happens yeah. Also, I noticed that you have your little fucking chalkboard that says comics. Are those the ones that you're going to buy? Yeah, these are... That you need to buy? So, at my local comic book store, um, I, I opened a pull list box, and I pretty much tell them which ones I want mm-hmm. for my... They, they could send me, and I do every every two weeks, they send me, like, a new shipment of comics. <clears throat> so, mm-hmm. and I just tell them which comics I want to read, or... Like so, I tell them I want Batman regularly, so they just add that to my pull list. Mm. And I, if there's something yeah. new I want to read, I just tell them, and they just send me one. So these are the comics mm. I'm waiting for, and I just like put them on the board. So when I do get my shipment, I check them off if anything's missing <laughs> or not, and I just let them know like, hey, mm. I'm missing this comic, and they just send it with the other shipment of the of the month. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, um, they're great. I've been I going with them for like. I've been going with them for like the past ten years. Ever since we moved into the neighborhood, I've been with them, so they're great. Mm-hmm. You should definitely shout them out, like on Twitter or whatever, because I yeah. love uh, and I, and I know more people as well who do happen to be in the area love supporting small businesses. So definitely shout them out whenever you can. Um, yeah, I recommend Snot Girl. Snot Girl is very iconic, um, but I don't know if you would be interested in it because it's not action. I feel well, maybe it is. I don't know, but I like it. I remember seeing the like sketches of it initially forever ago on Tumblr. But yeah, everyone watch and not watch, but read Snot Girl. I stand. I like it. Um, it is in most um, mainstream comic book places because the local one here that's near university has Snot Girl. At least like the first three mm-hmm. editions or the first uh, three, whatever the fuck they're called. When I was in Lubbock, I went there a couple times. I for- I'm forgetting their name. Um, I think I it's- think it's a Monster Hunter or something like that. No, I think they're called Comics. Uh, comic Star, something like that. Um. No, I don't think. Oh, you're talking about a different one. Okay, never mind. Because I also went to the one in Lubbock, and they were great too. The one I went to. Yeah. No. Yeah. The one. I think the one near campus is called Monster Layer or Monster Whatever. I don't oh know. yeah, I know which one. The you're one talking you went to is different. I never went in there. Yeah. They're nerds, but I mean, who isn't a nerd that goes into and or runs a comic book shop? You know, I don't well, expect them to be like fucking. Uh, brad pitt or whatever you know uh, well uh, here's the thing i when i go into the because i particularly dress in a certain way because i'm i i like mm. to think i don't give a nerdy and ex- outward appearance and that's what i like to think yeah um so when i go into the comic book store no one wants to talk to me because i'm very like 
just there to grab the stuff and I leave. I don't like to make conversation with them. And then when they do, I like talk about comics with them just because I'm nice. But other than that, the people yeah. are like very, um, Jerry, who's the guy who owns the comic books where I go to, which is I have to mention, he was like, uh, mm-hmm. people think you're kind of like too cool to be around here. I was like, my mom, sorry. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> That's so funny. You do give off that vibe that, like, don't bother me, don't talk to me. And here's the thing. I try to also give off that energy regardless of what I'm wearing. Usually I wear all black or whatever. But I guess it's just my face and the roundness Mm -hmm. of my face or whatever. And I think some (laughs) of my friends can attest to this because I think this has happened when we were together as well. That people will, like, stop me and, like, ask for directions or, like, ask for shit. And it's like, I don't want to talk to you. Don't talk to me. (laughs) I want to talk to the least amount of people I can every single day. I don't want to help you. And I will if I have to, you know. But it's like... Why me? Go ask someone else. Go ask someone who's friendlier. And um, I am, but it's like, uh, this is an inconvenience to me. Yeah. Not to be selfish, but it is. <laughs> no, I love the energy I give off. Like, don't fuck with me or don't talk to me because I don't. I don't want to talk to you. Mm, that's valid. That's fair. I feel like most of us who are our age don't want to be bothered at all. Like, yeah, if I, I think... need help, I will look it up on Google. I will find that. I, I, like, I will look up what aisle I need to go to on my phone. I don't want to talk to anybody unless I have to. I won't send my food back. I won't say uh-huh. this drink is awful. I'm not going to oh, yeah, be me too. or whatever. I'm not locked up. Yeah, it's just that that's just more of an inconvenience to me because mm-hmm. I already know, like, the people running the establishment are already busy and I yep. don't want to be, like, more of an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. I, like that's the same so, thing where like I'm in a store and I can't find anything. I hate absolutely hate asking someone like, "Hey, you can help me?" Because I'm like taking them their time away from something else. Absolutely hate that. Yeah. And plus, I'm sure if I look ten, ten minutes much harder, I can find it. Exactly, exactly. This podcast sponsored by minding your own fucking business, <laughs> business. and not bothering other people. <laughs> by the way i think like the chromatical oreos don't want to be like don't want to be around me because every time when i still go to the store i can't find any <laughs> oh yeah i think they're also down now or like they're not the the limited release is over because they like i think two weeks after i bought yours um uh-huh. they took down the display and it's just like <gasps> the, it's like the gluten-free oreos and the like triple double stuff ones so I'm, you might not be able to even get them. I'm literally screaming on the inside because I'm so fucking mad. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I will say that um, after eating the whole thing, uh-huh. I I still have. I've only eaten one. My fiance ate the whole pack. Right? He said he did feel weird afterwards. Well, so I don't know if it's the gayness in them or whatever. But just be careful, guys. Be careful with the chromatic Oreos. If you are still able to buy the them. chromatic Oreos, have more side effects than the COVID vaccine. <laughs> they do exactly, uh, exactly. Well, do you finally side effects you, include watching Drag Race? <laughs> do you finally want to get to the cocktail of the week? <laughs> Yes, yes. We have actually given y'all a gift of going over our usual time. <laughs> this week's this week's um, cocktail... Well, it's not really a cocktail. It's more like a shot. This week's shot is brought to you by spruceeats.com. And because we're in March, and I think... I'm like 99% sure... Um, uh, St. Patrick's Day is this year. This, this, year, this year? This month. Um, yeah, listen, St. Patrick's Day takes a leap year up. just like uh, February does. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, 
This week's cocktail is called the Shamrock Shooter, and it is green. It is two ounces of melon liqueur, two ounces of Irish whiskey, and two ounces of Irish cream liqueur. Um, This looks... This looks nuclear, and I don't think I would drink it because I don't like melon. Okay. I, That's my personal opinion. I'm obviously not looking at a picture of this, but does it look like the color of a shamrock shake? Uh, Yes. Yes, it oh, does. Oh, God. Just about. Do, do you know when um they were doing cross-promotion at McDonald's with Shrek, they just rebranded the, <gasps> the Shrek shake as a shamrock shake later on? As, yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, I think so. Ugh, it's disgusting. the same thing. Wait, is but, it like mint? Because I want one. I want to try it. I've never had the Shamrock Shake. I've met neither, 24 years of being alive. Neither have I, because I tend to avoid it. Um, but I believe it's mint. <laughs> mm. I like mint. But I like chocolate mint more. Anyway, do you have anything else to share before we say goodbye for this week's episode? No, I just want to say gotta go fast, just like Sonic does in that Sonic X show. <laughs> Oh, before we do say goodbye, Sergio actually asked me if I would watch the Sonic movie, and I I usually never say no to Sergio. I'm always open to things, right? But for this one, I had to say no. I was not going to subject myself to this. I'm sorry to all the Sonic fans, Sonic stands. Cecilia. I could not, I could not subject myself to it. Ceci, you... <laughs> We what? we had this Sonic conversation that you denied watching it and reviewing for the podcast like two weeks ago. <gasps> See you guys. You I'm forgot. In the past. I don't. I don't even. I literally forgot. Oh well. Ugh, so we'll embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, not that embarrassing. You guys know I'm geriatric. No, okay. Anyway, if you want to follow my socials, if you want to follow the podcast socials, we are at Tonic Pod on Twitter, Project Tonic Pod on Instagram, um, Project Tonic on YouTube, and on Spotify as well. Please give us five stars. Leave us an Apple review because it really helps us out. My personal. Um, my personal socials are at isnosomnia, I-S-N-O-S-O-M-N-I-A on Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow me on YouTube at Cecilia G. And my personal podcast is No One's Home on Spotify and Anchor and wherever else podcasts are available. Um, I completely forgot what I was supposed to say, but I just remembered. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter <laughs> at Search Thoughts. Uh, Shakespeare, Skull Thoughts, and Shakespeare have died. Um... <laughs> <laughs> they were X'd out out of existence. They were erased. Um, but also, to those who had who received a Project Tonic T-shirt, if there's a new design designed for the for the podcast, there will be a new homemade T-shirt coming out. <laughs> <laughs> new quarantine projects. Hell yeah! Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you in the next week. Whatever. <laughs> Have a great day. Bye.